0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week four in the NFL. Uh, One game going on right now at halftime Patriots-Bucks. But we're going to go over all the games that have happened so far today. We'll start us off right away. We'll get right into this. Washington versus Atlanta is the first one on our list today. Washington wins 34-30. They come back at the end. I think a JD McKissick touchdown is what is puts them over the edge there. Taylor Heineke goes 23 of 33, 290, three touchdowns, 43 yards on the ground. I mean, he's been pretty good so far. Taylor Heineke, uh you know, didn't really expect to see it, but he had, I think, 33 points in this one, 24 in each of the last two weeks. He's been in You know, he's a streaming option for sure for people um, if you can't find somebody. But Taylor Heineke, another good game. A lot of that went to Terry McLaurin today. Six for 123 and two touchdowns. McKissick caught the other one, like I said, not much else. It was all spread around between everybody. Then Antonio Gibson was 14 to 63 and a touchdown on the ground for Washington. So what do you think about Heineke? Are you uh, confident in playing him?
1: I mean, right now, yeah, um, I would follow the trends and seeing how he's doing. He has a go-to guy in Terry McLaurin. He's outperformed what I thought he was going to. So as of right now, I still have him as a streaming option. I'm not jumping to conclusions here because I have to remember that was Atlanta Falcons as well that they put 34 up on. Yep. But, yeah, he's played well. So I have no reason to think that he's going to completely fall off. Um, he's he's better than a lot of options you probably have out there, especially on the waiver wire. So, yeah, it was it was really good to see. And they – they're starting to see that you do have quite a few different weapons on this team. Like you said, it was all spread out. Doesn't mean that I'm going to buy stock and a lot of the guys they have, but between all of these guys, especially McLaurin, McKissick, and, and Antonio Gibson, uh, he definitely has enough to work with. So yeah. big game for him.
0: Curtis Samuel just came back as well. This one only caught four balls, but he's going to get back into it. So there's definitely guys to give the ball to. So for the Atlanta side of things, um, a couple of stories here, I guess. Matt Ryan, solid game, 283 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. I guess that's something to look for is to play quarterbacks against the Washington defense. Washington defense has, has been poor so far, but the big story is Cordero Patterson with a massive game. He had six carries for 34 yards, but five catches, 82 yards, and three touchdowns. He's become their main weapon on this team almost at this point, even more so than it feels like Patterson's more involved than Calvin Ridley
1: is. Right now, he is. I mean, he touched yeah. the ball more times. He was more effective when they have like gone to him. I'm not saying that Calvin Ridley isn't still a good player, he went seven for you know seven catches for eighty yards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was but, solid. You know, that's that's also not what you're hoping to see comparatively when you're talking about Ridley, where you drafted mm-hmm. him, what we know he's capable of. So even though he got you whatever it may be, eight points or you know eighty yards worth, seven catches. Cordero Patterson was far more impressive. I mean, three touchdowns receiving. Yep. And, and it wasn't like out of the backfield. It wasn't just these little dump off passes. Always there. He's running legit routes and, and Maddie ice is finding him. And even more so is he only got six carries, uh, 5.7 yards per touch. When, when he's rushing the ball. Um, the big one to me is, can they even give him more to do? Because Mike Davis got 13 carries and only turned it into 14 yards. So I don't know if, you know, it all depends on the the game flow and what they want to do, but could Cordell Patterson actually gain more rushing attempts as well? Right now, I mean, just looking at the last couple games, he could. But right now, he's the most deadly in the uh, receiving role. I don't know if you can really plan for him all that much, so I I really like him moving forward because he's, like we talked about, Mm -hmm. if he turns out to be something, he is one of the very few weapons they have on that team, besides for Ridley, besides for Pitts and – but
0: yeah, the Ridley and Pitt, Ridley hasn't lived up to the top 10 potential yet, and Pitts hasn't either. So that, but Patterson, man, he's a flex all day long. You put him in that oh, flex, yeah. don't know what he's going to do. Um, Davis saves his day with a touchdown catch, but other than that, Davis is he's just not that good. And that's what I tried to preach before the season started. He's not that good, he just isn't. And it's showing. Um, Wayne Gallman even got in on it a little bit with six carries. So Wayne Gallman's starting to play a little bit. And Mike Davis can be hard to play for. He would mean, he was hard for me to play before if I hadn't have him anywhere, but I would not want to play him too often. Patterson's definitely the main guy there.
1: Yes. I guess the the question on this team is going to be Ridley. What do you do with him? Right. And it doesn't, I mean, it shows Atlanta was able to put up 30 points, right? Matty Ice threw for four touchdowns. There is, you know, there should be optimism that he can definitely return to form. But you have to believe that it's a little more capped than we once thought. Is he a name that you're looking to move on now? Uh, you know, he had 80 yards. It wasn't the worst performance. Or are you holding on to him, hoping for better days? You know,
0: I, I would look at trading him because I feel like he still holds value, just name alone and what his potential was. I mean, I can see people wanting to get Calvin Ridley. I'd, I'd want to go try to get Calvin Ridley if I get him for cheap, but I, I'm, you know, I think it can go other way. I think there's other people that would want him. You can get decent value for him if you try to trade him out. So I'd look around, see what's there. Um, don't just sell him though again. Don't sell him if if the offers aren't there. But I, I think he still holds value. It's not like he's been terrible. I mean, that was still 80 yards, right? It's not yeah, like yeah. he's putting up four I mean, for 20s. Like
1: exactly it's seven catches It's not, yeah, you know, it's not nothing. No,
0: so I wouldn't take any kind of discounted value on it at all that's for sure you there's no need to do that so all right let's move over to the next game this one will be quick <laughs> buffalo <laughs> Texas, or buffalo texans 40 to nothing buffalo um it's just easy for buffalo today josh allen goes gets throws for 248 yards two touchdowns uh zach moss ran a touchdown in on 14 carries 61 yards got a touchdown singletary 14 carries 79 yards no touchdowns dawson knox catches two touchdowns Stefan Diggs seven for one fourteen. Emmanuel Sanders five for 74 Trubisky came in late and ran in a touchdown so just a good all-around day for Buffalo everyone kind of gets involved Dawson Knox is looking more like a you know back-end streaming tight end option if that's the case but then again it's also it's Houston and they're bad so just I don't say there's, there's probably not much to learn from this game for Buffalo just an easy win for them everyone got involved pretty much so they're a good team Houston's not
1: yeah, I mean, uh, zero to 40. So I guess yeah. if there's not a whole lot for us to learn from Buffalo, yeah. is there anything to for us to learn from Houston? Because we know that <laughs> with no touchdowns, no points, not a lot of points were scored fantasy-wise. Is there until, anything to take away?
0: <laughs> until, uh, until Tyrod's back, this is bad. This is just a bad team. Davis Mills, 11 for 21, 87 yards, zero touchdowns, four picks. It's pretty ugly. That run game is brutal. <laughs> you don't want to touch any of those players. And then Brandon Cooks is the only player with any value on this team and five for 47. So even in, in the worst of the worst games, he still gets you five catches for 47. If you're PBR, he's almost double digits. I mean, this is as bad as it'll get probably. And he's still something, but he's it. He's the only offense to have. So there's just nothing else. I'm still probably playing Brandon Cooks in most situations. Mom, don't love it because of the team, but he's, he's it. He's their only offense they're going to get. So that's it. Just bad team. Really, really bad team um let's see next up let's go bears lions bears win 24-14 it was a solid day for david montgomery 23 1062 touchdowns and then the knee injury at the end And we don't know the severity of it yet and um disappointing for everyone that has david montgomery it just didn't look good nothing looked good about it we'll see what official word is but it was a good day that ends ends poorly for him um Damien Williams came in after, had eight carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. He'll definitely make his name will definitely probably appear very near the top of our waiver wire episode, I would say. But um, at least they have that to fill in. But it's just, yeah, set, hate to see injuries. Justin Fields, 11 for 17, 209 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. So he's not getting nearly at nine yards on the ground, which they, that's what we thought Justin Fields might have fantasy value was that rushing. And it's not there yet. We'll see if this changes. I don't know. I don't know what this offense is doing with him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I well, once again, we're going to go back to the big question is, what do you do with this team now? Damian Williams will obviously be, depending on what happened to Montgomery. Montgomery is a a, a very good running back to have. Uh, he's, he gets a lot of carries. He had 23 in this game. Damian Williams, if Montgomery is out, looks like he's going to step right in and they'll use him the same kind of way. Mm-hmm. My question is for everyone else. I mean, Darnell Mooney had a really good game, which is great to see. He had five catches for 125 yards. First of all, keep it in check, too, because Lions are poor. Not, not good. Not, yeah, yeah, not good. They're poor on defense. Um, but Justin Fields has not been able to get it going. They aren't letting him run a whole lot. He did throw a few passes that I, I really thought were were very nice for a young quarterback. But is there anyone else? Because even Allen Robinson at this point has been a big disappointment because of the quarterback play so far. I know at, I don't. At this point, I don't think you can really move on. You can do this. He's more of a flex option for me at the moment until they get going in the right direction. I mean, three for sixty-three, but once again, you're doing it against a really bad team. Uh, they didn't force yeah. feed him the ball as much as I thought they might in order to get him going, in order to get Justin Fields like comfortable. Um, but yeah, they only threw it to him three times. He caught it. I, I, what is your feeling on Allen Robinson? Because we know how effective he can be.
0: I think you're right though. You can't move on from him. He has the values gone right now. It's not like we talked about Ridley. It, I mean, Robinson's value is just not there. So you can't move on from him. You probably still, you're probably still putting him in your lineup. It feels like at this point, unless you have better options, because but he is like a wide receiver a three or a flex at this point. That's all he is. Hopefully you have better options. Cause I don't, Nothing. I don't like that pass game. Yeah, Mooney has a solid game, but still, um, until honestly, I never anything. I think think this, but say this. But until Dalton's back, I don't feel good about about the pass catchers. Fields just doesn't. He's not there yet, right? It's just not there. So I don't feel great about Robinson. But I don't think you can do much. I really don't think there's much you can gain from trading him again. I don't think the value is there, and why you, you just hope that it turns around and he becomes what he has been in the past, and that's all you can hope for. So for the Lions, uh, Goff, 299 yards, two touchdowns. So he has a decent fantasy day in this thing, actually. His touchdowns, both of them went to Khalifa Raymond. Quintus Cephas led the way with 83 yards off four catches. Amon Ross, St. Brown, 6 for 70. So that was probably his best day. Hawkinson, 4 for 42. Swift, 4 for 33. And so on the ground, it was uh, Jamal Williams, 14 for 66, and DeAndre Swift, 8 for 6. Just when we thought Swift was really taking a take over this backfield and Dan Campbell said great things about him all in the week leading up to the game. Swift is becoming he's, he's getting up in the top 10 running back ranks almost always been playing, and then this happens. So ugly, ugly game. But I mean, just yeah, lines aren't a good offense. So you can't always trust that it's gonna, it's gonna happen. So today just not much happened. So don't don't love it, but I'm still fine playing Swift. I'm not worried about
1: him. Yeah. How um, how Where's Jamal Williams kind of fall for you? He was productive 14 carries for 66 yards. He didn't have a catch this game, um, but is he, uh, is he a streamer for you? Is he in your, you know, does he have hold a lot of value or any value at all? It's, it's,
0: it's minor for me. I mean, he's probably always like around 30 ish, 30 to 35 in the rank. So yeah, that can play. You can use that. Some teams could use Jamal Williams, right? Some fantasy teams. I don't. Yeah, if you're playing Jamal Williams in your lineup, I don't feel good about your team, to be honest. But (laughs) he will be in lineups. Um, It's just one of those that just not great. When bye weeks come up, he'll be definitely more um, useful when teams are starting to be on bye weeks. So Swift, I feel like it's going to happen. Swift is the much more talented player. He, He is. But Jamal Williams just doesn't go away. He didn't go away in Green Bay a lot of the time either. So he just doesn't go away. So don't expect him to go away right now either. All right, next up, let's move over to the Panthers-Cowboys. Cowboys win 36-28. Cowboys about a solid start to the year. Dak in this one was 14-22, to 188, but four touchdowns. So not much there, but four touchdowns <laughs> makes it a great day. Uh, Zeke was 20 carries for 143 yards and a touchdown on the ground. So Zeke, just after we thought, you know, everyone, Zeke's done, right? It's, it's Tony Pollard now, and Zeke's looked great for two weeks in a row. But Tony Pollard actually played well, too. He, And his 10 carries, 10 carries, 67 yards.
1: Tony Pollard is not going away. He is a he's a legit talent. Um, It's going to be it's going to be strange watching this team move forward because i two weeks ago, I could have swore that they would never throw it less than than 40, 45 times. (laughs) And and now they kind of went away from that. And yeah, and they weren't doing it. So, you know, controlling clock, making sure that your defense isn't on the field nearly as much, obviously playing. Real football compared to what we talk about as fantasy all the time. Um, But still, at the end of the day, and it was completely spread around. So four touchdowns, and they all went to different people. CeeDee Lamb did not get involved in this game, and that's probably the strangest one. Only two catches for 13 yards. But, you know, Amari Cooper saves his day, and then uh, Dalton Schultz, Cedric Wilson, Blake Jarwin, you know, the tight ends, all catching touchdowns. So it um, it was a good game for Zeke. Probably a little uh, kind of annoying for the wide receiver owners of fantasy this time around.
0: <laughs> yep, and I wouldn't read too much into the CD Lamb. I mean, there's only 14 completions. It's just not going to. Chances are, right. might not be a big day, right? So for the Panthers, they get the loss, but Sam Darnold continues to put up fantasy numbers here. He had his 26, 39, 301, two touchdowns. He threw two picks because he's Sam Darnold, so he does that sometimes. But he also ran two touchdowns in, which is Sam Darnold with. They're letting him run the ball. He's gone up in points now every week this season. So he started, he had 21 week one, 22, then 25, now 35. He's become a fantasy streaming option for sure. And I don't think it, the schedule doesn't really get any worse. He plays Philadelphia. I mean, it's it's not going to get, wow, this, he has a good stretch here. Philly hasn't really stopped much. Minnesota, eh, not scared about them. Then the Giants, then Atlanta, he has a good stretch coming up.
1: So it does. And, man, I got to – there's a couple people on this team I've just never been a huge fan of, and especially with McCaffrey there, it, it caps all of their – you know, the amount of touches they're going to get. But Sam Darnold has proven me wrong. Every time he goes out there, he's finding a way to put fantasy points up on the board. And then DJ Moore as well. He's yeah. turned into that legit threat. And um, the touchdowns we always thought weren't there, two of them today. So, you know I mean? I'd, I'll uh, – fall yeah. on the sword on this one and, and dj moore is playing out of his mind right now and you know even more so is no one else necessarily is all dj moore and we talked about robbie anderson a little bit so i just want to mention him but he isn't a hard one to solve because right now they did try to force feed him the ball he had 11 targets he only caught five of them for 46 yards yeah um you know he, he, that could have changed my mind this week but i, I kind of almost went further down the the uh the way mm-hmm. of, I don't trust Robbie Anderson, but no. you know, there's a couple other guys that I really do on this team.
0: I mean, Robbie Anderson's going to have a big week at some point, but he, you won't, you, you won't, he won't be in your lineup when he does it because there's no point to play Robbie Anderson at this point. So, all right, next up Colts, Dolphins Colts win 27, 17. Carson Wentz goes two twenty two touchdowns, those touchdowns, both went to Mo Alley Cox, of course. Right. He gets both <laughs> touchdowns there. On the ground, it was Jonathan Taylor, 16 carries, 103 yards, and a touchdown for him. Um, Michael Pittman caught six balls for 59, Pascal Ford for 44. So they get away. I mean, it wasn't crazy. J- Jonathan Taylor, solid day. But Marlon back had, had 10 carries as well. He didn't do anything with those 10 carries, only 22 yards. But they're slowly getting him back out there, playing him. So Jonathan Taylor just never, ever – he never takes this offense completely over, right? He seems like he's clearly the most talented guy, always. But – there's always somebody taking carries away. Now it's Marlon Mack. Last year was Jordan Wilkins. Naheem Hines is always around. You know, if they yeah, ever I mean, truly gave it to him, he'd dominate. Yeah,
1: more, I but. mean, that's very true. And it's Miami. So, once again, when you don't play a great team, you can get definitely salt games away. And, and that yeah. means other people are probably going to get carries, right? You're not going to put Jonathan Taylor in there to salt the game away when you have it won. right? Let's get other people involved. I, I really – I this is what I really wanted to see. Jonathan Taylor being productive – getting the lion's share of the volume, getting over hundred yards, getting in the end zone. Um, Cause you know, you, he is one that kind of goes up and up and down. Like he did it last year as well. So um, I just want to see him be more steady and getting the, the type of volume that you need, if you're going to be that type of running back. Um, but yeah, there, once again, not a whole lot that I can, I can learn from this. I would have liked to see more from Michael Pittman. Other than that, this is kind of picture perfect to what I kind of expect from the Colts. I don't think they're a high-powered offense, but they can. They're talented enough to get to get it done. Jonathan Taylor is obviously the guy you want to own there. Um, On the Miami side, with Jacoby Brissett under center, um, Mm -hmm. look, he he had an okay game. He had uh, 199 yards passing, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and then tries to run it three times for eight yards. Obviously, he's not a guy that you want to play, but with him playing currently. Do you see that there's still value with these wide receivers? Can he do enough?
0: So there, there's a, there's a, some value, but it's like, it's more desperation play value. I'll say, I don't, I don't want Devonte Parker in my lineup. I don't want Jalen Waddle in my lineup yet. He hasn't shown enough for me and Will Fuller got hurt in this one as well, which is surprise, surprise. Right. Yeah. So he, it, Mike is the only one only in he's been solid two weeks in a row. Cause he gets a touchdown this time, but, um, tight ends you know more shallow so Kaseki's about it he's honestly the only one in this entire team that I want to I don't even say want to play would feel okay playing because I don't necessarily want to play Kaseki either but I'll say one guy I do not want to play is Miles Gaskin
1: well um, I mean honestly I have no idea did something happen to him during the game because he, no. he was completely just disappeared from this offense I mean he only no, had he, two carries for three yards and I don't he, think he caught a pass either
0: Yeah, he was not hurt.
1: No. Yeah, that one's a weird one. I I I only caught parts of this game, so I was trying to it. Well, you weren't you weren't just
0: watching Dolphins Colts
1: all day? I know you have to forgive me on that one. (laughs) I don't don't have the best insight on the but no, there was no
0: there was no injury, it just they got down, they couldn't run the they weren't gonna run the ball. Malcolm Brown got some, but I mean Miles Gaskin, I'm telling people before this this year, he's a guy, he is just a guy. That's all he is. He wasn't special. He,
1: he is a guy, but the thing that is crazy is he's definitely the guy that seems to be or has been the most productive in his, you know, career true. compared yeah, to Malcolm is. Brown. And that's true. I mean, that's right. And then you know, Ahmad too. But it I don't know. That was a weird one. I usually he's a little more involved. Only giving him two touches is pretty crazy. But maybe that's just what to expect when two is not in there.
0: Yeah, just a ugly right now. I don't. Oh, yeah, I say I don't feel comfortable playing many of these options, but I mean, in a pinch, Parker, Waddle, the very back end of wide receivers, and depending yeah. on the size of your league, you know, Parker would have done fine for you today if you played him. Like, don't you have yeah. Parker on a team? You would, have, you wish you would have played him. Right? I, so,
1: yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, unfortunately, I did have to play him in, in one of my leagues, and the other oh, yeah. one I took him out and I put in Will Fuller because I was like, nice. I'm going for the home run. Yeah. So that backfired hard. <laughs> he got hurt immediately. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Devontae Parker has been quietly okay. He, he would be someone that I don't mind. Yeah, I, it's just I, I don't want to play him. I I try to take him on my lineup, but he will be there and he will be at least right. he's going to get some looks. He had nine targets today. That's, you know, every once in a while, he's going to have a, a really nice game for you. Yep.
0: All right. How about Browns, Vikings, Browns win 14 to 7? I expect a little more offense in this thing. That's I I did not expect this kind of game. Vikings have been putting points on the board and Browns can score, you know, too. But nothing here uh, for the Browns. No. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Baker was 15 of 33 for 155, no touchdowns, no picks, not not much. They just kept the ball on the ground. 21 carries for Nick Chubb for 100 yards. Cream Hunt 14 for 69 and a touchdown. So it's all on the ground. Higgins led the way with four for 63. Odell only two for 27, and then two catches for Hunt for Najoku for Felton. All, just all around there. They get the win though. They win, They won the game. Just, you know, and there was, I guess, deep rushing <laughs> fantasy. Um, the only fantasy options were on the rushing, you know, rushing crew there with Hunt and and They're always going to be, right? Those guys are always going to pretty much get the job done. Baker, man, he's tough to be. He's tough to use as a streaming option when he puts games like this in. Once in a while, they'll just run the ball, you know, and that's I mean, what they can do.
1: Yeah, and they, they've shown their hand on this one. And as much as you can like Baker as a quarterback – but the, this offense is going to be doing this all year, right? Every once in a while, he, he will have a good passing day. But I'm I'm not streaming Baker Mayfield, if I can help it at all. Yeah. Because they are a run-first team. And on top of that, I mean, I, they're not trying to really force-feed the ball to Odell. They did try to give him seven targets. They, I should say they gave him seven targets. He caught two of them. And maybe when uh, Landry comes back off the IR, maybe it changes a little bit but right now you can be you can win this type of game by just grinding it out with Chubb and Hunt, who are probably the yeah. best tandem backfield oh, yeah. at, as in the NFL currently, then they're going to keep doing that, especially when their defense is playing this well. So, it, not I mean, it has nothing to do with Baker. It's more about we can win games doing it a different way. We don't have to have him. Pretty much he just doesn't turn the ball over. Like, if you don't turn the ball over, we can win. Right. And that's what they're asking him to do at the moment, and that's what he's going to do. The other side of the ball, though, the Vikings – his um,
0: disappointment today.
1: That was hugely disappointing, especially when Cousins has been very good, actually, as far as mm-hmm. fantasy goes. And um, I mean, kind of all around, Justin Jefferson's the only one that kind of maintained what we thought he was going to do. Six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Thielen finally comes back to earth, does not get a touchdown, doesn't get in the end zone. Three for 46. So whatever. They gave him eight targets. You're still playing Thielen. Delvin Cook, nine carries for 34 yards. Uh, I think he missed a couple series there too. With he that did. He's he still banged up, which really, yeah. really hurts owners because you have to play him and hope that he's healthy. There's no way. There's no other way around it for the most part. Yeah. So that one's going to be a wait and see kind of situation. But yeah, they, you know, they just couldn't produce today. And Cleveland's defense was very impressive. So I gotta give my head off to them. I don't think it was necessarily Minnesota being bad. I, I think that a lot of it goes to Cleveland too.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't worry too much if I was, you know, if I had Vikings on my team. um, I mean, they're still the Vikings. They're they're one in three. They're not the greatest team in the world. So they're going to, against good teams, they're probably not going to play that well. Against mediocre teams, they're probably going to put points on the board. So I wouldn't worry too much. (laughs) You know, Delvin wasn't healthy, I don't think, yet fully. Hopefully he gets back on board. Next up, Giants-Saints, and the Giants win 27-21 in overtime. Did not see that coming. Saints are not. Peppers,
1: man. Did you see the coin flip? Oh, (laughs) yeah. That was was good TV right there. (laughs) Dropping a mother (laughs) efferenti. But yeah, I mean, I was this is this was the probably the biggest surprise for me. Can did I know that the New York could put up some points? Sure. And did I know that the Saints have been kind of struggling? I did. Did I really think that New York was going to go out there and beat them? Absolutely not. And, and no. especially the way they did it. I mean, really, it was a, it was a great comeback by them. And then they obviously score an OT. Um, there's a lot of things that we can talk about with New York right there now. There is, which is surprising.
0: I didn't yes. think I'd have a lot to talk about with the Giants. But Daniel Jones, solid day, 402 yards, two touchdowns. He is had three good fantasy outputs this year. The one game he didn't was against Atlanta, which was surprising. new didn't throw any touchdowns. That was the one you might have expected him to do great. And I started him that one week, of course. Other than that, he's been <laughs> really good. So Daniel Jones, he if against in good matchups, he's a good he's a good streaming option. I feel like at this point, it's I again. I didn't think I'd say that. I didn't think I'd be talking about Sam Darnold and Taylor Heineke and Daniel Jones as streaming options, but they've become that. So. I mean, more good weeks than not. So Daniel Jones is there, but it was nice to see Saquon start to do a couple of things here in this one. He had 13 carries 52 yards and a touchdown, but then five catches 74 yards and a touchdown. He had the game winning um, run as well. That was put him in there, but just a solid day for Saquon looking more like Saquon.
1: Yeah. And he had a rough first half, but he is capable of those big plays and that's really what saved his, his week. Right. And it saved the giants too. They're going to, keep trying to do this kind of stuff to him but he had a what 50 what was his long 52 50, yard touchdown a 54, 54. yard uh, catch yeah yeah and that went to the touchdown so that was huge having 74 yards receiving it feels like a lot of running backs right now are kind of making their <laughs> you know they're living uh, actually receiving the ball rather than running it but man the guy he does look healthy and man when he makes these jump cuts and tries to go to the outside you remember how special the guy is. I can't right. wait until he, he really does kind of blow everyone away with another rushing, uh, you know, show. Um, but the, the guys that I'm actually most excited about to talk about are the wide receiving crew that they kind of piece together here, right? right. Galladay finally looks like himself. Six catches for 116 yards, and the and John Ross, <laughs> three for <laughs> 77 and a touchdown. He had a, that deep one, deep bomb. He is fast as all heck. Still if he is yep. healthy. You know he can mm-hmm. he can produce here because they do like to throw the deep ball every once in a while. But the guy that I am most excited about was Tidarius Tony. Yeah, he I know. Loved, we, wow, I know yeah, we some of those been highlights about picking him up, but he <laughs> yeah. looks crazy he looks good, good when the ball is in his hands.
0: Oh, he looks awesome. My worry is. It's only because Shepard and Slayton weren't there. What happens when Shepard and Slayton are there? They're going to go not to using him again. I hope not. This guy is awesome. Like he, they need to get the his, the ball in his hands.
1: They do. And I think he's a different type of player. I mean, certainly Shepard yeah. to get his catches, and Slayton, you know, Slayton has been more of a deep ball guy. So between him and Ross, I'm sure that's what they will be doing. But Kadarius Tony, you, you can see they can move him all over, man. They can throw yeah. little dig passes to him. He makes people look real foolish trying to break down and tackle him. So I, I do think this is the beginning of Tony starting to take off. Whether or not that's going to be a weekly thing, I have no idea. But hopefully, you grabbed him, stashed him on your bench. If not, he, his name will definitely show up on on our yeah. waivers. Yeah, and- it's just
0: I, I worry about the yeah the Shepherd Slayton factor and how yeah. much is going to be there. But it's it's worth a look, right? Definitely.
1: Oh, without a doubt, he, he he passes the eye test almost immediately, yep. which is is what you want to see. Yep. Anyway, for this, on the yeah. other side.
0: <laughs> yeah, Saints here. Uh, Jameis, yeah, he's been kind of disappointing since week one. Um, this time, 226 yards and a touchdown. I was I was warning people against that week one. It was a little fluky. It felt fluky, and we're seeing it now a little bit here. They don't want to pass the ball too much, and it shows Alvin Kamara 26 carries. This is unusual for Alvin Kamara. He never used to get carries like this. Yes. But he's <laughs> been um, – he had 24 carries – last week 26 this week he had 20 in week one he's been getting a lot of carries that week two with only eight was a little bit odd but yes and he's getting 20 plus carries a day
1: that's definitely going to make the difference you you really love seeing that but the thing that i was really terrified of has kind of shown up i don't know if it's going to continue but Mm -hmm. the Taysom hill effect where he's actually the guy that ends up with two rushing touchdowns six carries 28 yards He gets to throw the ball uh, three times, throws a pick. You know, it was a deep one. It wasn't actually that bad. Um, I think that was more of a a good play by the defender. But Kamara didn't get a target. (laughs) Who? Kamara didn't get a target. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, what is happening? Like 26 carries, I love to see. But at the same time, he makes his living. I know. Like so many other people do, being half and half. And on top of that is if you take away his touchdown upside, he still mm -hmm. had a great, a great game, 120 yards, 26. Great. But if you're in PPR and and especially in PPR, all of a sudden you're like, wait, what is happening? What are you guys doing on offense? Because I need him to catch the ball and I don't want Taysom Hill stealing all of his, all his goal line carries either.
0: If he's not going to catch a ball and Taysom Hill is going to steal the goal line work. Oh, I don't like that. That's, that's not, that's not top three player anymore. That's
1: right. little, a little worrisome. The worst part is the running back situation has been so up and down. Kamara Mm -hmm. has been very healthy, very stable, and they're giving him carries, like, you know, a lot of carries. So right now, um, there's nothing you can do but worry (laughs) because he's such a big name, he's so talented, and they are using him. But I feel like this team is starting to go in the the way of just craziness, where we're going to try a bunch of different things. Taysom Hill is going to be involved, and now we throw out, what we usually do or we, we used to do for the past four years or whatever it may be for, for Camara. And he might start having these strange kind of production days where you can't really predict it because yeah. he won't always, you know, even with 26 carries, he's not always going to go for a, over a hundred yards. Right. Sometimes it just right. won't be in the cars for him. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen, but this is kind of a warning flag for me of, all right, let's pay attention and make sure we understand how they're using him. Yep.
0: All right. Let's go to the next one. Jets, Titans, and Jets get the win in overtime. Again, another surprise here. 27-24. Probably Zach Wilson's best day so far as a, as a pro. I don't think that's a, a stretch to say. 21 to 34, 297, two touchdowns, a pick. Um, those Touchdowns went to Corey Davis who caught four for one eleven, and then Jamison Crowder seven for 61. That's a typical Jamison Crowder day right there. Isn't it seven catches 61 yards? Maybe gets that touchdown. That's for, that's what he does. And Keelan Cole three for 92, the ground game. Isn't much, there isn't much there. They're not very good. Michael Carter is leading the way with the amount of work, 13 carries, but only turned that into 38 yards. He did get a touchdown. If you played him now, I don't really think you're playing Michael Carter yet. And you probably don't want to. It's just the Jets' rushing offense isn't good, so it's nice to see Carter getting the work, but it's just not there. But yeah, Jets get the win. I mean, it's nice to see if they can at least if Zach Wilson can at least play like this, he can keep Corey Davis relevant. Jamison Crowder can become relevant. That's about all you're looking for. You don't really expect much out of the run game here, but they get a win.
1: Yeah, uh, good for them. And the bigger one is is Tennessee. They've really come out struggling out of the gate. Uh, Derrick Henry has been doing his thing. So, 33 carries, 157 yards, and a touchdown. He he does exactly what he needs to do. Um, the big question here was was Tannehill going to be productive without Julio Jones and AJ Brown? Both of them out hurt right now, um, barely. By the end, he he made it, so his day was was okay. I mean, he, right. was, he was actually a fine play, but it was it was looking really really bad for three quarters there um what do you take away from that because Tannehill, he's been a lot more up and down than he has been in the past two years with tennessee
0: it's uh, this is going to be he needs those he needs those guys healthy and against i'm I'm worried about him against good teams against the jets yeah he's able to pull something together with nobody there next week against jacksonville he's probably an option no matter what if julio and aj are healthy or not you can probably still play Tannehill. might pull this kind of night out Mm -hmm. of it but Against Buffalo, against Kansas City. After that, I, I wouldn't want to play Tannehill right now.
1: Yeah, so he's actually turned into more of a streamer for you, along with yeah, oh, the sure. other unusual names that we already talked about, Daniel yeah. Jones and Heineke. Well, it's it.
0: I I dropped uh, Ryan Tannehill last night to pick up Taylor Heineke in a game. I never thought I'd say that or do that, and I did. And now I'm I'm living the stream at quarterback now. So see how that plays out for me, but um also for tennessee then i guess we we'll go derrick henry I mean, you knew he was gonna get a lot of work without julio without aj brown he had 33 carries 157 yards of touchdown the guy just doesn't slow down i don't get it i don't i don't remember many running backs that have been able to get this kind of workload over you know years like this and it just he keeps doing it but he does he wears defenses down it's crazy so great day for henry again and jeremy mcnichols his backup though gets eight catches for 74 yards only one carry but eight catches for 74 yards. Someone needed to step up in the absence there. So, yeah, I'll we'll see what happens if A.J. and Julio are back and change things. But Derek Henry's just going to keep doing that. All right, next up, Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs win 42 to 30. Patrick Mahomes throws five touchdowns in this one, 278 yards. Solid day for him. Three of those went to Tyreek Hill, who puts up one of his big days that he does every once in a while. 11 catches, 186 yards with those three touchdowns, which is good because he follows up last week's five for 56, and the weeks before is three for 14. But week one, 11 for 197. That's what Tyreek Hill does. When he goes off, he goes off.
1: Yeah, he'll win you a week. I mean, this was unbelievable. He looked unguardable today. And with that, Patrick Mahomes looked, you know, Insanely good as well. 278, five touchdowns. He did throw a pick. But the weird one about this one was you actually got to see what it would look like if they ran the ball a little bit. <laughs> so uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire had 14 carries. He ripped off, uh, I mean, he was just doing well. He didn't actually have one long play. He, he ended up with 107 yards. His longest run of the day was 17. Uh, he looked good today. And then Darrell Williams did too. He had 10 carries for 42 yards. He was the one that ended up with the touchdown. But, uh, you know, Edward alaire actually caught a touchdown, so he had a big game for him as well. He's couple, uh,
0: two, two good weeks in a row for him. So
1: Yeah, it's very, very good to see. But other than that, um, it's pretty much business as usual. The only person that kind of disappointed was Travis Kelsey. He yeah, was for 23. for 23, but obviously he's still – some, Sometimes those weeks
0: happen, right? Yeah, it's yeah, going to happen. You don't think it would in a five-touchdown game, but it does sometimes. Then uh, for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. Three hundred and eighty-seven yards through the air, two touchdowns, ran for forty-seven yards. Continues to put up fantasy numbers. I mean, he, he's <laughs> well, no, honestly. We we were we we talked about him all preseason, and I don't think we even expected this. To be honest, not, yeah, not doing, these numbers.
1: He's definitely doing better than I thought he was going to. Yeah. But we, I mean, we were definitely right on when when we talked about even if they're not winning, even if it's not good yeah. football, quote unquote, he is going to be good for fantasy. And you're, you're seeing it right here. I mean, the, the amount of yards he threw for it was actually what shocked me the most. 387 is no joke. And, you know, he's just having a very, very good season so far. The one thing that I did love the most about this, um, they, they didn't get the, the run game going at all, which, no, you know, that, that can happen because obviously you're going against KC, so you're going to have to keep up. But finally, Devontae Smith has a game you can, like, hang your hat on and say, okay, there is actually something here. Seven catches, 122 yards on ten targets. He's starting to look more and more comfortable, which is huge, especially for the people that that drafted him. He is he's looking like he could build into something, especially for the second half of the year. Yep,
0: definitely. And then um, Gainwell ran a touchdown in. Goddard caught one, five for fifty-six. Ertz was six for sixty. Gainwell was six for fifty-eight too. He's definitely playing. He's definitely a, um going to be involved. But the Ertz Goddard split still there, isn't it? Not doesn't look like it's changing much. <laughs>
1: Nope, but you know, right now I'm I'm rocking Goddard on a lot of my different teams, and see every time he catches a touchdown, yeah, you're like, okay, good, because right. tight ends are rough. <laughs> and look, he outscored Kelsey today, so <laughs> right, you know what can you do? You're you're yeah. hoping that it it turns a little more, especially for 387 yards. I would hope that a few more would go to Goddard, but I guess at this point, what's the saying? Beggars can't be choosers. So he's still heavily right. involved.
0: Next up, uh, Cardinals-Rams. Cardinals win 37-20 at L.A. I did not expect this, to be honest. I thought Rams were going to win this game. But Cardinals are good, 4-0.
1: They're yeah, this was the, well. the most impressive showing of the right? week, I feel. Because the way they handled L.A., they I mean, they beat them handily. And this is with L.A. kind of putting in a you know a, a trash touchdown at the end. right? So, yeah. man, Kyler Murray, once again – Comes he's out and, and good. Play, he just played really, really solid today. He didn't have to throw for four touchdowns and do all that, but what 268 yards, two touchdowns, and then he runs for another 39. So, uh, it, interesting thing in
0: over. this. So, interesting in this is, well, Chase Edmonds was he had 12 for 120, boosted by a 54 yard run, which helps mm-hmm. quite a bit. The interesting thing, James Conner, 18 carries, 50 yards, two touchdowns. That's two weeks in a row, he's had two touchdowns. James Conner is getting those goal line looks, which actually this could be one thing that hurts Kyler is Kyler last year would score those, you know, get down closer to the goal line. And to be Kyler, they do something and he'd run the ball in, right? Those are going to James Conner now, which makes James Conner interesting just because of touchdown. I don't know. He's definitely um, when bye weeks come up and your options are limited, James Conner, you could take a look and just hope he gets a touchdown, right? But, yeah, you know, without doubt. I, I, don't, I don't want to play him, but you just, you know, you hope he gets a touchdown. He's two weeks in a row. He has four touchdowns yeah. in two weeks. I,
1: I don't really want to play him currently either because he has to score a touchdown. Because they gave him 18 carries and he only turned it into 50 yards. That is not always going to happen. Uh, but, right. I mean, at this point, everyone looked good against the Rams, which is not a bad defense. So I, I'm not – I feel like, once again, if they keep scoring 37 points – everyone you can throw in your lineup. What happens when they do finally hit one where, okay, we only scored 21, 24 points, and then who is it actually going to? Because Kyler is always going to be safe, and then we start having to worry. But um, between Edmonds and Connor, that's always going to be up for debate because Connor will take touchdowns. Edmonds is probably going to get more yardage. So, uh, you know, I think that's just going to be a stalemate for now until an injury or something becomes different. But the passing game has been so good that it's very difficult to start figuring out who is going to have the big game. Um, Hopkins, always a guy you're going to throw in your lineup. Did not get the touchdown this time around. Four catches, 67 yards. All the catches looked really, really good. But A.J. Green, once again, comes up with a touchdown. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. And a tight end that's actually becoming very intriguing, Max Williams. Five catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown. What are you thinking about him in general right now?
0: So he had, what, two good games so far? He had a seven for 94 in week two. Um, Other than week one, he didn't do anything. Week three, he didn't really do much. But again, tight ends, tight end is what it is, right? So sometimes if you're, this is one of those guys where if you, you're stuck, like you had Gronk, like I was this past week, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to throw, I don't know. Th- who am I going to throw in there? Maybe you throw a Max Williams in because you just get a player on a good offense. That's how I'm looking at it right now. He might get you little, but there's the chance for a touchdown. There's, you know, he had seven targets in that week, in week two, so Five this week, that's solid. That's actually, for what we get at tight end right now, that's pretty solid. So I just keep watching him and see what happens. Hopkins, I think Hopkins is still battling injury. They didn't, he had that rib injury. He was questionable last week. I feel like that's part of what's going on with him right now. Um, But A.J. Green, this is, A.J. Green's involved. I mean, five catches now, two straight weeks. Every single week, he's at six targets so far this season. So that's about what he's going to do. He might get you a touchdown, but he's definitely there as well. Yeah,
1: so and just a overall it, great offense. Even, even over the, uh, the other wide receivers that might be a little bit younger and maybe a little more athletic at this point in their career, but Christian Kirk, only one catch for five yards. They only target him one time. He'll be up and down, um, I think, all he'll year. He'll be up and down. And then Rondell Moore as well, uh, yep. three catches for 28 yards. He also had two rushes for nine. He looks really exciting when he gets the ball. Uh, I would I would love to see any of these guys get it, but right now they're spreading it out and they're doing a wonderful job of it. So I don't see that really changing at all. Which one of these guys are guaranteed starts as far as wide receiver goes? And which ones are just streaming or put them on your bench and this is for bye week kind of fill in. So
0: yeah, I mean obviously you play Hopkins, but that's it. Other than that, AJ, I would feel out of like AJ Green, Rondell Moore, um Christian Kirk. Obviously, I think Kirk and and Rondell can have better, like bigger games for you, but I think AJ is just going to be solid. That's pretty much what I'm expecting. If he's getting those six targets every day, he's going to be solid. Sometimes he'll get you the touchdown. He's one if you just if you just feel like you need just a safer option that you just can use AJ. If you're looking for more upside, you still want to go Kirk or Rondell. But I'd rather not play any of those three. I wouldn't feel I'm not. I mean, those are you're down there a little bit, right? When you're when you get to those guys. But it, again, bye weeks. I said bye weeks are coming up. You're going to have to at some point. So, but if you just need safety, go with AJ Green. I think that'll get you what you need there. For the Rams, you got Stafford, 280 yards, two touchdowns. One of them was late; that was kind of garbage, right? And so
1: it was, and it saved Robert Woods. His, yeah, and it his, saves you know, Robert Woods as well. Well, it Which saves Robert Woods almost a season, to be yeah, honest. He's like been this is where, a brutal start.
0: Yeah, at this point, he had done really nothing since week one. He had three for twenty-seven and a touchdown, and he was five for sixty-four, three for thirty-three. This doesn't tell me anything. He was four for forty-eight and touchdown. It's it, it's garbage. It doesn't. I don't care. That, <laughs> that still it's means garbage. he's not it. He's not involved. He's not been involved no. early. It's especially not,
1: it, this is the thing. Robert Woods has not been involved, and other people are starting to figure it out, like Van Jefferson who I, I believe they took was he third year in the in the league or is this second
0: maybe second year yeah
1: i, I was gonna say I, he's one of those which was a name coming out of the draft he he f- found a way to get in there six catches 90 yards and a touchdown i mean that is good production for him uh obviously cooper cup he had five for 64 but he's been a rock star yeah just one down for cooper been, but... yeah yeah it's a little bit down but higby is getting uh targets they're trying to get him the ball. Woods seems to be the only guy that they just cannot figure out how to get the ball in his hands yeah, right now, which is very strange. Because the past four years, is. he has been that has been the guy that you can count on, even if you think someone has more upside. Um, I don't know. That that's the strangest one we have to talk about him because what do you what do you do with Woods right now? I mean, honestly, are you if you I, have him on your team, are you putting him in, in the starting lineup?
0: No, I can't see. A, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't feel like that's. I don't think I could. I feel like there's better. you're going to have other options. I don't want to play Robert Woods at all. I mean, yeah, that touchdown shows me nothing right now.
1: No. So. I mean, thank goodness. I mean, if you had him in your lineup, which I, we have a million teams. So one of them I did have one, and I was like, oh, yeah. thank goodness, because I was I was forced to play him. So good. But, man, I, I still don't feel any any better it. about him. And then I no, say
0: yeah. for the run game, um, Gerald Henderson comes back and takes it back over. Sonny Michelle lost a fumble, didn't help him at all um henderson's backfield it's that's just yeah, as, he as looked, simple as he as, looked he looked yeah. really
1: good too 14 carries 89 yards yeah. and then he had a couple of catches for 27 yeah, so, so, he, so, he so it's not going to be a
0: factor he's just not going to be a factor as long as henderson's healthy he's he's just not so all right next up seahawks 49ers seahawks win 28 21 uh jimmy garoppolo left this one trey Lyons came in probably going to be the quarterback for a few weeks at least but seattle first here Russell Wilson, 16 to 23, 149 yards only, but he had two touchdowns through the air and he ran one in. So he gets a pretty decent fantasy day for you there. Chris Carson had the most carries, 13 for 30, but Alex Collins, you get an Alex Collins um, sighting here, and he gets 10 carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown. And it doesn't, there, there wasn't any indication that Chris Carson was injured, anything like that. But they're just they're playing Alex Collins now, which is interesting, right? I mean, you're not you're not going to play Alex Collins in a fantasy lineup. All this does is just possibly cap Chris Carson if they're going to use Collins.
1: Yeah, John this the- this is the worst news you can get if you're a Chris Carson owner. I don't know why they did it today. Uh, it, I if this continues, okay, but I don't know. I mean, most teams do use multiple running backs. You just don't want to see. Why Alex Collins? T- yeah, get TDs. I mean, you just don't want to well, see it. Why Alex Collins? <laughs> of course, because he's back. Because he, he won't ever leave.
0: Oh, uh, but um, yeah, but that's what it is. That that just something to monitor if you're Chris Carson owner. That's that's not great. It's not what you want to see. DK Metcalf four catches for sixty seven yards and a touchdown. That's okay. So he's done this a few weeks now. First game four for sixty and a touchdown last week he did six for 107 in a touchdown week or week two was six for 53 and this was four for 65 not great volume in the catches there I don't love that but at least he has three touchdowns I just would like to see like a nice eight for 120 game or something eight you know something a little more yeah. but it's just not there
1: yet at, at least he's starting to get the touchdowns because he the one thing that really makes me feel better about it was the fact that he did have eight targets so If, I mean, I honestly like Tyler Lockett was a little more worrisome. I think, I think both of these guys will bounce back and be really good, but Tyler Lockett, after being on fire, four catches for only 24 yards, he was targeted five times, which is fine, but you would like to see a little more out of him and Metcalf. But honestly, once again, it was more of a, it was was kind of a grinded out game to be honest, because, you know, Russell Wilson, even though he looked really good, his numbers were great. He only threw it 23 times. He had 150 Mm -hmm. yards passing. So, Obviously, no one is gonna look that great. So it was just one of those games.
0: So Tyler Lockett had the massive start to the season, and then the last two weeks combined, eight catches for 55 yards. So yeah. does
1: that does that freak you out at all? Because he's still gonna really like, high up there. He, he I'm a not that worried.
0: Right now. I'm really not a lot of just because again, it, when you only have 16 completions, same thing I said about what um Dallas and CeeDee Lamb, right? When there's minimal um completions in a day someone's just not going to do anything and really nobody did anything Metcalf had the same amount of catches as Lockett Metcalf just had a touchdown a few more yards so it's just it is what it is on that one I'm not not too worried right now for the 49ers Garoppolo like I said went out with an injury at halftime he had 165 yards touchdown on a pick Trey Lance comes in he honestly didn't look that great at all but he was nine for 18 he got two touchdowns out of it one was just a broken coverage Debo's just sitting there wide open you couldn't mess it up and he gets a 76 yard touchdown.
1: Debo, I mean, I'm even starting to ask, is that a real it, thing? Because Debo has had a couple major games and I keep saying, oh, I mean, that like he had a broken coverage against Detroit too, but it keeps happening to him.
0: I know, <laughs> so right? Like, Debo's a Debo's a top, he's a well, top 20. I mean, people are going to say top 15 wide receiver at this point, but I would, I, he was. I mean, Trey Lance, I'm not sold on Trey Lance right now. I don't know. But I would, if it was Jimmy Garoppolo when he was doing this, I'd feel a little better about Debo, but I'm not sold on Trey Lance next week
1: at all. No, I'm, I'm not either. And we saw what what happened to the other rookie quarterbacks, right? And right. everyone's different. Lance could be the exception. He's been able to sit on the bench, get a little more comfortable than the other guys. But once the defenses kind of see you and, and throw a, f- a few different looks at you, yep. it's a lot tougher than, than what you think it's going to be. And like you said, without that one broken coverage, his numbers look, you know, not that great for, right. for what he was able to do. But the one thing we do like is running quarterbacks, right, as far as fantasy goes. And yep. he did seven. carry it seven times for 41 yards. So yeah, he's what kind of upside does he actually have?
0: I mean, he has a lot of upside to, to, for himself as, a, as an option. If he can just be competent in passing and the running games there, he's definitely somebody to look at. Not next week. I don't want to do that right away. We'll see what he can do, you know, after a week. And then maybe you could play him. But. I just don't feel great about it for the offense, but Lance, I mean, he, if he's okay, we'll just see what he can be. Right. I, I just don't honestly know what to expect from him right now. I, no, I don't, the,
1: I don't either. And the, the thing that will really interest me is there's a couple of guys that got off to really slow starts. Right. And right. I'm talking specifically about Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle mm-hmm. and Kittle has not been good this year. And he like today, four, for 40, 11 targets. So they're trying to throw him the ball and they just can't get it to him. Uh-huh. Do you think that, I mean, I'm wondering if Trey Lance coming in, if that changes things around and maybe it hurts Debo a little bit, even though he has this big play today, but I'm, I'm wondering if it changes the tide and all of a sudden Kittle becomes more, more involved in the offense. And maybe Ayuk comes back a little bit. I don't know. What do you think that there's, there's chance for that? Or, or are you I mean, just I've, kind of like Kittle is what he is and he's going to be a mediocre tight end.
0: I mean, I still think Kittle can be good. I just, I don't have confidence in it right now. I would probably try to trade George Kittle if, you, if he still has that value. And he still probably does more being tight end. Just with right. tight end being so weak, people would still think, okay, it's George Kittle. He can turn it around. He can be good.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he has but, a top five name alone because you would take yeah. a chance on him, right?
0: Yeah, at that position, I think I would honestly try to trade him. I'm just not seeing it right now from him. So I would see what you can get for him. but. If not, you keep him there. But again, that's you try to trade him, right? What are you getting? Tight ends. Like I said, tight ends no good. What are you gonna you need? Well, you still need a tight you end. Would definitely,
1: yeah, I think you would trade him and then you would just stream tight end. That's pretty much you. You'd be yeah. punting tight end, streaming it, which is fine because yep. you know, every once in a while he'll do well. Um, but you know, you can go off and hopefully improve one of your other positions and honestly it's turning into once again it's always great to have one of these great quarterbacks especially if you have kyler mahomes whatever it may be russell wilson has been very solid this year there's there's a handful of guys have been really good but if you have to stream quarterback and stream tight end not the end of the world actually we've we've both done this a bunch of times when injury strike whatever may be so if if you're if you're hurting and you're losing games and you have these guys I, i do think that there's uh there's a way through it where you can trade your top end quarterback, your your top end tight end, and build a team that you can stream those areas around. But it's probably for a, another episode.
0: And for next game, let's go Reagan. Actually, the,
1: the last thing yeah. I will ask oh, yeah. because you were a big purveyor of Trey Sermon. He finally oh, yeah. got to yeah. play. Yeah, what, did, he, what did you think about it? 1930s 89. Yards.
0: He was solid. I thought he looked pretty, pretty good. My my only worry with this is if, if Elijah Mitchell's back next week, it's who knows what the backfield is. You had like one week where you know there's a certain guy that's going to be there, right? Um, if Mitch, when Mitchell's back next week, most likely, I don't feel good. And then if Jeff Wilson comes back in a few weeks, there's even another guy to play. I, I so I as much as I liked what I saw, I know I'm worried about the future. <laughs> just okay. so don't know.
1: get too excited about yeah. The play
0: yet. Yeah, okay. there's just too, There's going to be too many guys. Yeah. How about uh, Ravens Broncos? Ravens win twenty three to seven. Lamar throws for three hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown. Runs for twenty eight. Latavius Murray led the backfield this time around 18 carries, 59 yards, a touchdown. So it wasn't great on the ground, but he's, he was the back there. Livian Bell, four for 11. Devontae Freeman, one for four. A few years ago, this backfield would have been amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's a throwback. <laughs> and uh, Tyson Williams was a healthy scratch in this one. So that was kind of a, a little bit of a surprise. Marquise Brown, four for 91 and a touchdown. James Prochet, a name I haven't heard in a while since we were talking like deep sleepers a couple of years ago five for 74. It's about the first um, I've seen him actually get any
1: action. I feel like. Yeah, he was. um, I'm very excited because it was, I think it was just last year. Right. But he was. Yeah, um, yeah. he was 2020 pick. Yeah, he was. um, He was one that I really liked coming out of college as like maybe a sleeper guy and falling here. I thought maybe he would have more of an opportunity last year. It didn't work out. So it's very cool to see him working his way into a lineup that, you know, still needs playmakers, but at least they're getting people around him. I mean well, Watkins is decent. You have Mark Andrews, obviously Duvernay, and now him, and then obviously well, Hollywood Brown is too. going to be well, the guy.
0: Well, and Bateman's yeah. going to be back anytime now. Yeah, so. and <laughs>
1: hopefully he is. Hopefully he's everything people are t- t- telling us he is. Yep. But yeah, it's kind of a, a fun. Uh, I don't know, a board of, of wide receivers that Lamar can can throw to, and finally he goes for over three hundred yards passing, and it kind of looked a little more dynamic than than I've at least I thought it was earlier in this year. So it's kind of fun to see. And Denver does have a good defense. So yep. this was excellent to see from them.
0: Yep. Um, for the Denver side of things, Bridgewater left the game, I believe, with a concussion at halftime. He wasn't playing really well anyway. He was 7 for 16, 65 yards, a touchdown. But Drew Locke really didn't do much either. Um, on the run game, they just they, they got down. They couldn't really run the ball. Gordon 9 for 56, Javante Williams 7 for 48. One, though, was a really nice 31-yard run where he's just carrying people. That was nice to see, but there just wasn't a lot there. And just it's not going to be a good day because of it. Cortland Sutton threw 47. Fant, if you played him, he got that touchdown. So that 6 for 46 works. Tim Patrick's 3 for 39. Just, yeah, not a lot today for the Broncos. Um, they're definitely better with Bridgewater, I feel like. But we'll yeah, see. I, you know. We
1: have to give him a lot of credit because yep. you, it's very apparent that they it just is. work better with him and uh, it is I, I really hope that that he can come back but if not i'm hoping that drew lock can yep. show something because you're just starting to see what what stutton and, and these other guys could do as far as playmakers so yep. we'll see they're three and one now they're obviously they were playing really good football
0: all right next to them um, this will be the last one actually packers steelers packers win 27 17 Rodgers throws for two forty eight and two touchdowns those
1: two touchdowns both went to Randall Cobb.
0: So, right?
1: Of course why wouldn't it? Of
0: course. <laughs> but the ground game's really interesting here when you see that split. AJ Dillon, 15 carries, 81 yards. Aaron Jones, 15 carries, 48 yards. Um definitely playing AJ Dillon now, right?
1: Yeah, they I mean they are. And I think that's a I mean as far as football goes, that's a really good thing. He is a pounded out back he's a big guy uh when when you watch him run the it, ball and he he ran it very effectively today well, the big thing here is aaron jones is still a very much part yeah. of the receiving
0: well and a lot of this was a aj dylan late um when they had a pretty decent lead he got more work than aaron jones towards the end but it was it's not even that it's like he played well with that work he got though like in, it yes. could be something where they see you know they play him more often with that and he could eat into aaron jones but Aaron jones is still the guy obviously and he had three for 51 through the air um just aj dylan's good enough to play though he's definitely could keep eating into it play more and more so we'll see how that plays out um like i said cobb was five for 69 two touchdowns devontae adams six for 64 they just didn't need him to do as much in this one i guess so you, once in a while you have those days right but for the steelers uh but roethlisberger 232 a touchdown picks roethlisberger's done He's done.
1: He, he is. I, done. I, don't like, I don't like to say it, but I, he's, he's they, done. they have to move on. I mean, they, they have a really well, talented running back. They have a talented wide receiving core. I, they don't have anyone to put in there. But No, they, they
0: haven't planned for this. They don't have a backup option, which is why, okay, you look at the Packers, the other side of things. That that um, drafting Jordan Love kind of, you know, hurt them in Aaron Rodgers' eyes. But you get what they're doing, right? They don't want to end up in a situation like this where they have a player who all of a sudden can't play and they have no, no
1: option behind him. Like there's yeah. just nothing I mean, here. They did get missing Rudolph. But ugh, yeah, he's a few years back. It just, just not, didn't work out for anyone else they had, right? No. So
0: Rothsberger, yeah, he's gonna do what he does there. Najee Harris, he's the only one that's gonna get carries. 15 carries, 62 yards, a touchdown, six catches this week, not like 14 like last week. Deontay Johnson, nine for ninety-two and a touchdown. There was no Chase Claypool today. And Juju goes two for eleven. Still just the the fall that Juju has had from his peak when you know it's just it's just ridiculous
1: it is heartbreaking to watch i mean it's something you you would love to see young guys have a i mean when you take that kind of rocket ship to production and and stardom you don't expect them to completely fall off a cliff i mean he he was a 22
0: he was a 22 year old receiver 111 catches 1400 yards and seven touchdowns that's just crazy and ben ben doesn't help to be honest
1: no he doesn't but I mean I I hate I can't believe I'm saying this but life was a lot better for Steelers and Juju when Antonio Brown was there yep it was he took he he made he made everyone look good and and Roethlisberger was definitely you know he was was just a more healthy version of himself I hope he can get back there maybe there's there's nagging injuries I don't know about but right now I mean they're one in three and they just do not look good yep
0: well All right, that'll do it for the week for recap. We'll be back tomorrow with some waiver wire pickups for you guys. Talk to you then.